Welcome to Old Fashioned Finance, the podcast that mixes cocktails and high finance. I'm your host, Caleb Frankert, and I'm joined by my good friend and fellow money muddler, Jason Burnell. Caleb, can a podcast about finance be entertaining? Not without alcohol. All right, let's mix it up. Woohoo! Yeah. Hey, oh, Merry man. Christmas. Yeah, to you too. Can you say that now that Thanksgiving is uh, has come and gone? We actually say Happy Advent. Okay. But, you know, I guess you don't say it until after Christmas. Well, we definitely say Merry Christmas. You know, that kind of gets <laughs> into the like, how long do you say Happy Thanksgiving? How long do you say Merry Christmas? How long do you say Happy New Year? There was a Seinfeld episode about yeah. that. Yeah, I got Happy New Year in March. Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what else to say to you. So that's what I said. <laughs> that's a good one. I really oh, like that I mean, one. yes, the Christmas season is upon us. I love this Christmassy time of year. Don't you, Jason? <laughs> oh, I do. Definitely. It is the... Welcome to the grayest part of the year. Well, not. I mean, it's it, we have today. Christmas though. We do. So we, we have, have we have that light. Yes. Uh, we get to like January and February in these parts, and it does really get extra gray. I was trying there. to explain that to somebody that lives in Denver, and oh. they're they're like the Sunshine State. They're like they don't even understand. Like I don't think you understand. Like it's gray for a month at a time. Like really, like gray. Like no sun. It's, it's not like uh, <laughs> it's not like what's uh, what Alaska gets with twenty eight days of darkness, but it feels like that sometimes. It, so. Honestly, being dark might be better than gray. Yeah, I at think least, so. At least I could sleep. <laughs> <laughs> at least you could sleep eighteen hours a day without feeling bad about that's it. That's right. That's right. Well, not so about us. I love this time of year for yes. a lot of reasons. You know, if you listen to this podcast, you know that we're movie quoters, and yep. some of the best movies are Christmas movies. Jason, definitely. So I love the time of year. I love that there's a holiday about being generous and sure. thankful and all those things. And, you know, I'm not going to get into like the, I had a conversation with somebody before about the real meaning of Christmas and you know, my beliefs. Yeah. I just think that sometimes we muddle those things together sure. and it's okay to just enjoy the season too. So this isn't a theology podcast. No, but, it isn't. You but, know, you know, I think like there's a, like a healthy sense of anticipation. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, I as love far that. as a love that. Uh, I would say this. Okay, this is the last thing I'll, I'll really say. Uh, commentary on this is, it is a church holiday. Yes. Um, but it's really more of a secular holiday than anything. Yeah, and you know, I, like I say, Sunday is a holiday for everybody that goes to church, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so I think that uh, when you, tr- <laughs> you when you mix the two, you can get a little depressed about how well people aren't you know focusing on the real meaning. Um, okay, but I'm 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 behind a secu- a quote unquote secular holiday that at least promotes goodwill and charity and yeah. generosity and things Absolutely. like that. So, regardless of what your beliefs are, you should hopefully be able to. Those are generally good things. Yeah. Now I realize it's <laughs> consumerism also, and all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, C- craziness, chaos, and sometimes that leads to yeah. the other thing that people feel this time of the year, which yeah. is depression and things like that. So. Uh, you know, not to make light of any of that stuff, but yeah, we are going to get into some of the things that go we along are. with this time of year. You know, I, I think after Thanksgiving, I'm okay putting the Christmas lights up. Yep. Uh, or at least turning them on, yes. you know, putting them up a little earlier is okay. Just not mm-hmm. turning them on. Right. I'm good with Christmas music at this point. I'm good with mm-hmm. Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Um, while I have broken this rule and sometimes I'll turn Christmas movies on before I like to I don't like glossing over Thanksgiving, as we've talked about before. It's sure. a great holiday. But yep. now you can really get into the Christmas movies and all that good kind of stuff. We and have found so much offense by the movies that our staff have not seen. Oh, I know. 
I mean, I know. to the point that we're like that. This cannot stand. We've talked. Yeah, <laughs> this aggression will not stand, man. Um, that's funny because we're drinking a very dude esque drink today. <laughs> but we did our dude Whatever. episode last year. Yeah, it, it's funny. But when I think of because we have talked about Christmas movies for a mm-hmm. couple days now at the office, you have you've never seen what you know all that. Yeah. So, Here's one I'm pretty sure. Life, like, come on. How you've never seen that, I don't know. know. Well, here we go, though. Everyone's seen this one, I'm pretty sure. And Jason, when it turns Christmas at our house, this is probably the first movie that we watch, and it's a Christmas story. I'm not surprised by this. This movie is (laughs) full of sarcasm and snarkiness. (laughs) (laughs) I love this movie. Uh, We we went and toured the Christmas Story House in Uh, Cleveland. We did the whole thing. It was a great time. When I saw that it was for sale this year, I was a little concerned that you were like, business opportunity. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I just might need a partner on this one. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. It's such a good movie. You know, if you haven't watched it, you know it's a story about little Ralphie and his quest to uh, obtain the Red Rider BB gun. Yep. I used to be able to say the whole, you know, carbide action, double shot range model error right you know the whole thing i don't have that one memorized (laughs) but yeah it's it's a fun movie and it it really i think uh it it made me think a lot about like what you know what were the hot toys and stuff Mm -hmm. like that when we were kids uh 8-bit christmas is a movie that came out last year right Uh, right. it's kind of like a newer version of a christmas story and it's all about a kid's quest to get this the the nintendo system right right? exactly so yeah i mean so out of all the christmas movies we've discussed and may be discussing on the podcast here. This is probably my least favorite. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love this. Yeah. I, love I, I this know. Movie. I know. I saved it for the podcast. So I like it. Don't get me wrong. You might hate this whole episode in general because I've got some more tricks up my sleeve. I know. Things that you don't normally like. Well, the controversy is always good for <laughs> listening, right? <laughs> um, but also there's some uh, elements of another movie that's become a, a favorite of my family's mm-hmm. Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, yeah. Which that's, is based off of the John Grisham novel, Skipping Christmas. Yep. Uh, so yeah, John you know, Grissom. Uh, yeah the the attorney novels right yeah. the lawyer uh the, yeah, like what was the uh, the client, client the rainmaker yes all those uh, very serious he did a sports one actually called bleachers which oh, i thought yeah. was pretty good friday night lights sounded like a straight rip off of that book actually right uh what was the uh what was the movie varsity blues also Vars- yeah right right yeah i'm not sure which came first actually but so john grisham wrote a christmas novel called yeah. skipping christmas and that's about uh, a family so well, Tim Allen, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis, and and their daughter, Christmas with the Cranks, yeah, and yeah. One of my favorite lines of that movie is, "What's an Enrique?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my kids have been walking around the house saying that, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, basically, he tallies it up. They're not feeling very Christmassy. Their daughter is leaving for the Peace Corps, um, and it's just mom and dad at home. He tallies up all they spent on Christmas and thought, man, we could use all this for, you know, a, a, a cruise, <laughs> a, a getaway. But we got to skip Christmas. It's a really funny movie, I think. Yes, it's yes. typical Worth Tim Allen, like over the top, ridiculous. Yeah. Get past it. And it's a funny movie. But so we're going to weave elements of these two movies into our topic today, Jason. Sweet. This is a finance podcast. Oh, crap. It is a cocktails <laughs> po- uh, podcast as well. So what are we drinking? But it's Christmas time. So we're going to keep it fun and Aww. you just spilled some of it my <laughs> just my cocktail spilled on my computer jason today we are drinking the oval teeny <laughs> <laughs> our man cards just got revoked all right so i i wouldn't the reason for the oval teeny i'm excited i'll be honest christmas story if you remember ralphie yep. listening to little orphan annie program yep 
He gets the secret decoder ring. Yep. He hacks the message and I it's knew a crummy commercial. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Oval <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, we have uh, an Ovaltine today, which is comprised of... First, Jason, I want you to take us. We're going to go backwards. Take okay. a sip, and then okay. we're going to talk about what's in it. So, cheers, cheers. buddy. Oh, it didn't clink. It didn't clink because of the uh, garnish. There's a garnish here. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah? Oh, that's Christmas all day long. It's interesting, isn't it? Oh, man, I like that a lot. Oh, can you guess what the main ingredient is? There's a lot of Kahlua in there. Okay. Not um, the main ingredient. Maybe I should just quiz you on everything that you drink going forward. Hmm. See if you can pull out the ingredients. So is there, there's rum in there. No, no. Vodka. Ah! I know. <laughs> I've been hiding this one from you. Um, okay. I'm not a big fan of vodka. This I tastes mean, pretty fun. Obviously. You, look, you can't throw gin in this. No. You could throw rum in this. You could throw rum in this. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about what we've got going here. And the Ovaltini, our, our tribute to Ralphie and his quest for the Red Rider BB gun. <laughs> we got two ounces of vodka, one ounce of Kahlua, one ounce of heavy cream, or you could go with half and half too if you're on a diet. Mm. Uh, a pinch of Ovaltine, yes. which you can still get at the grocery store. And this is what makes this drink so fun. The garnish around the rim. Yes. Put a little honey around the rim of your martini glass. And you basically roll, roll that and some Ovaltine <laughs> and you got this chocolatey, powdery Ovaltine garnish on the rim. That is, this drink is really good. It's pretty fun. I'm, I'm, I'm going to break this out at Christmas, Definitely. I think, at, at my in-law's house because uh, they'll... Uh, so there's like a, there's a brandy drink like called a Brandy Alexander. Have you ever had one of no. those? It's very similar. It's like a chocolatey milk kind of, this mm-hmm. has like a chocolate milk tinge to Definitely. it. Definitely. Definitely. But the honey too, that's that's great. This is really fun. And I good for you. Way to bring the oval teen <laughs> in. <laughs> I knew where you were going, but you threw the vodka thing on me here. I, I sprung the vodka thing on you. I thought, you know, you might hate the movie, you might hate the the drink. Uh you could just be angry uh, this whole podcast, but no, that it doesn't taste like vodka at all. It doesn't. I don't mind this. But that's I, isn't that the point why people use I vodka? I think that is why people use vodka. Yeah. So if you want to get drunk real fast, use <laughs> vodka in this drink and you'll be good. Hey, I think it's good. Uh, it's a good way to use it up. <laughs> let, let's transition. So while we're on the, the topic of a Christmas story, man, I'm we're stretching this hard, but you know I'm what? sorry. It's our podcast, dang yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, how's your, like it, how's your it podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so Jason, this is fun nostalgia for uh, people our age. I went back and I looked, going back to like 1983, sure. which was when A Christmas Story came out. I know a lot of people think it's an older movie because it's based in the 40s, I think. But 1983 is when A Christmas Story came okay. out. So I went back to 1983 and I looked at the top selling toys uh, for every year. Now, I'm not going to go through every one of these, but I, I want to go through some because I think there, there's, some, there's some common themes if you look at this okay there's some toy companies that have dominated over the years oh boy but this is going to take us back to our childhood a little bit so this is funny 1983 when the movie came out the red rider bb gun was what the movie was about but what do you think the the hottest toy of 1983 was jason is it like had to be like star wars or maybe oh gosh i was thinking like uh what's the car with david david hasselhoff Mm. Knight Rider? Knight Rider. <laughs> hey, good guesses because you're sandwiched, actually. You've Couple got Transformers years. in 1984. Okay. And I think in 82, it was Star Wars toys. Okay. But 1983 was its own thing. 
Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh, gosh. We were just talking <laughs> about that weird phenomena. Yeah, Cabbage Patch Kids So weird. my aunt is like really talented, and mm-hmm. she she's an artist. She made Cabbage Patch dolls like in her house, like sewing like them aftermarket like yeah, knockoffs like, yeah she was like she like, had a whole she was like going. the black market <laughs> but well no, they I were mean, pretty hard to come by they were hard and that's that's exactly why that 8-bit christmas movie yeah the, the dad steve's on remember uh-huh. he, he buys a black market right. cabbage patch doll that's out of right. the trunk that's right uh, oh gosh yeah. i forgot about that <laughs> so yeah yeah 1983 the year that a christmas story came out cabbage patch was the hottest wow. and people were definitely paying over list price for a cabbage patch you know, there's some different ones on here that I think you'll you'll recognize. So I I talked about Transformers. Care mm-hmm. Bears were a big deal in yep. the 80s. Teddy Ruxpin was a big deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tape recorder in his butt. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. I had a, not Teddy Ruxpin, but I had a, a Big Bird version. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he yeah. read me a book. It was great. I still see it you in s- my head. It was about sandcastles. Yeah. You still have it. It's on your bed, right? <laughs> 1988, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Game Boy had to be in there. Game Boy was 1989. Yeah, that was yeah. big. So they dominated two years in a row. Wow. Um, 1990 wow. was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I love it. Yep. This was fun. 1991, Pogs. Do you remember Pogs? Uh, definitely. There was AKA a Pogs milk shop caps. in our town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking like, uh, what was that crazy looking eyeball thing? Furby or something like that? Furby, 1998. Okay, so yeah. I'm a little late for that. That was a big one. Fur- Furby was, I remember, that was insanity, it by was the way. Insane. Tickle Me Elmo. Tickle Me Elmo was 1996. Okay. I remember my cousin, who's uh, about 10 or 12 years older than me. He was a manager at Kmart. Yeah. And uh, I remember the stories about Tickle Me Elmo and Furby. I, I'm trying to think like there was like those like weird electronic pets tamagotchi 1997 okay and then i feel like the like the walkman thing that uh was on in uh home, home alone, alone too talk boy the talk boy was 1993 oh my god which I've totally makes sense these. kevin yeah yeah in the uh it was in the second movie right yeah uh, second movie York. yep yep <laughs> this is becoming just the whole christmas movie podcast it is it is okay um, so I'm missing you're, you're hitting a lot of these yeah. so video games have dominated sure. at certain points right sure nes and game boy and then the, uh, let's see, the NES Mini okay. came out in, in 2016. That was just basically a throwback to what we've got now. The right. Wii. The, the Wii, Wii was big in 2012. Oh, yeah, definitely. Elmo, he has rocked. He's rocked this list Gosh. a few times. Tickle Me Elmo, Elmo Live, Big Hugs Elmo. There, I remember there was a, a Learn to Potty Elmo. <laughs> that one didn't, didn't make the list, but I remember, uh, I remember that one being a big deal. Uh, Star Wars, Grogu Toys last year from, uh, you know, the Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, big deal last yeah, year. yeah, sure. BB-8 in 2015. My that son has sense. the big rolling BB-8. It's yep. pretty cool. Yep. It always loses its head, though. <laughs> uh, oh, Let's Rock Elmo. That was one I, I missed out on in 2011. Elmo has been up. Elmo's up there. Hit it Elmo's out of the ballpark. So, yeah, the, the interesting thing, Jason, when I look at this, I there's not a big hot toy this year. I feel like as a consumer, right. I'm let down a little bit. There's nothing to go crazy about. Yeah, I'm trying um, to. I mean, I have kids and we buy lots of Christmas toys and I've been buying toys for my kids for almost two decades mm-hmm. and I have an 18 year old and a two year old. So yeah. you've been changing um, diapers for almost two decades. Yeah, exactly. So I agree with you. I don't feel like there's a big demand for anything in particular. You know, it's funny. My kids are asking for things like rollerblades. Yeah. Like I'm like, Really? My daughter wants rollerblades. I, I, they are making a comeback. Yeah, definitely. I think that's good. 
That's good. Kids you need to get off their hind ends. <laughs> well, okay, but they also want iPads and cell sure. phones and yeah, all that. Yeah, none of that changes. It doesn't seem like so. Some honorable mention here: Beanie Babies, nineteen ninety-five. Oh gosh, that was a crazy <laughs> thing. There's a um, movie about a Beanie Baby like ugh. crazy. Remember that? That was it. Was nuts. I remember yeah. people. People were treating them like they were their retirement account. I remember my Which, aunts had tons that of is Beanie not babies. a great investment strategy. No, it turned out yeah. their past performance is not indicative yeah. of future returns on that one. <laughs> they say they're worth like five bucks a piece now, which that makes is less than what they paid for them. Then, yeah, think, that's so. crazy. <laughs> that has not stood the test of time. <laughs> All right. So that was fun. Let's get into the skipping Christmas part, which yeah. is the calculating what you actually spend on Christmas and deciding, oh, boy, if you, if, Jason, if you sat down and you looked at your receipts, not, not that you keep your receipts, but that was the premise of the movie. This is something my wife does. Oh, just okay. Tell you, so she does this. She could tell you what you spent on Christmas. She last could tell year, me though? what we spent on Christmas in two thousand and six. Wow. <laughs> so I, she would probably be tempted to go. You know what? If we didn't do all of this, because when Christmas is over, let's be honest. Again, in Northwest Ohio, right after Christmas, it's gray for a couple of months. You don't have anything to look forward to, and quite honestly, we we have kids. We've been kids. Uh, here's the deal. Do you remember what you got for Christmas last year? No. Okay. Do you remember what you gave for Christmas last year? No. <laughs> right? So a lot of money. I might be able to think of a few things. <laughs> goes into this. And again, I'm not saying that I, I'm not a fan of the generosity and gift giving and all that. I am. But I think some people would, would look at how much they spend and then say, yep. but for what? For what's the point? And in those two months of gray period, you get a credit card statement and you're going, wait, I could have I could have had an experience. You I start to question your cruise. life's decisions. Yeah, I could have <laughs> taken the kids to Disney, something they'd always remember. Instead, we bought some stuff that I don't even, you know, I Nobody don't remember. Remembers. Where is that thing, right? Right, right. So this although, is interesting. Although you, you growing up as a kid, I'm sure you can pick out some gifts that you Definitely. got that were like pretty monumental. We're, we're talking out of both sides of our mouths because... Like a Christmas story, you'd remember that Red Rider. Right, exactly. What was it for you, by the way? What was the big one for you as a kid? You know what? There's probably two that I would say. One, I can remember getting a sled Mm. and a sleeping bag. And I can remember my brother and I in our living room sleeping in that sled and sleeping bag for the entire week of Christmas. That's great. And do you remember they were called Pipeworks when I was growing up? Um, oh yeah, like the bendy tubes and stuff. No, they weren't bendy. They were oh. like PVC pipes with connectors, and Is you could build all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Maybe Jason, my parents that wasn't just a thing. Your dad, just, <laughs> your dad just went to the hardware store, yeah, took all the writing <laughs> off the side. <laughs> but it had wheels and like steering wheels, and okay. you made like contraptions and forts, and those were probably some of my best gifts. But I, I remember that? Christmas 1990. I got a Nintendo. Okay, yeah. I and got I, a remote control Lamborghini once. That was pretty cool. You know what? So Radio the, the Shack. Two, yeah, the two things I remember most. I remember the Nintendo in 1990. Uh, my dad and I would play RBI baseball for hours. <laughs> and you know he would just pitch way outside as fast as you could because I would swing at everything and he'd beat me. <laughs> and he would do that over and over and over. And finally, when I got the self-control to not swing at every pitch... And I beat him. We never played RBI baseball again. <laughs> Sore loser, dad. But I remember that one. And I do remember uh, a remote control car from Radio Shack. It was a Tyco. It was, yep. uh, it was called Absolutely. the Scorcher. It was six wheels. Oh, yeah. And that thing was fast. Yeah. It was the Christmas that we spent in Florida at my grandparents' place. We decorated a palm tree. Did your brother um, go to New York? No, no. I actually enjoyed my time in Florida. It did not rain like their honeymoon. Yeah. So, uh, oh, but you know, you do remember, you remember some of the things. 
Yeah. Uh, but it's the memories. This is really fun, I think, to go through. And, and actually, I had to look at myself a little bit and go, boy, I'm kind of proud of Americans, actually, if these stats are oh, true, wow. Jason. So this is where I get to kind of put you on the spot. But let's talk about uh, the consumer part of Christmas, the consumer okay. uh, spending side of it. Here are the stats, okay? On average, Americans spend, and I'm going to let you guess on this one first. How much do you think the average American spends on Christmas each year? Twenty-seven eighty-five. <laughs> That's pretty precise. $1,000. What? Now, I'm looking at this going, how do you get away with $1,000? Wow. Because this is an all-in statistic. I'm not sure that I'm buying that, but I've found this a couple of other places. So good job, America. I yeah, might, that's we, crazy. We really love Christmas at our house, apparently. So we probably need to rein it in. It's interesting because Canadians spend roughly twice as much as Americans during really? the holidays. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Why, when was the last time we lost to Canada? I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, maybe in hockey yeah, or the well, World Cup or something That doesn't like count. That. <laughs> um, Let's play on, a real game. <laughs> on average... Men spend 10% more than women do on holiday purchases. I believe that. I feel like that's a bit of like, I don't care. The this whole shopping I'm not philosophy. Deals. I'm yeah. not going out on Black Friday. Yeah. The 10% is worth not fighting the crowds. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The highest spending age group is 45 to 54. I totally believe that. Makes sense, right? With your yeah. kids' ages and things yep. like that. Yep. Uh, the most popular present to receive, gift cards. For both, really? Yeah, for both sexes, uh, males and females, we want gift cards. I do enjoy a gift card. You know, Christmas <laughs> it just morning. is boring for someone who does enjoy gift giving. <laughs> I do. I stress out about it a little bit, but I also feel like you're just kind of mailing it in. Uh, but that's what most people want. 43% of, Chris, uh, of Americans begin their Christmas shopping before the end of October. I believe that because yeah. my wife buys stuff year round sure. and holds stuff back. It's funny because Christmas rolls around and the stuff she pulls out, I'm like, where, where did you get, get that? that? <laughs> I already bought that. <laughs> and no surprise here, more than half, 57% of Americans shop online for their holiday purchases. That's not exclusively, but do online. That's shopping. actually a lot lower than I thought it would be. Yeah. You know, I was shocked. I was at uh, Walmart waiting in uh, line for, not in line, in my car for a pickup. Mm-hmm. And the number of people, that is a new phenomena. I can see that becoming wildly popular because Walmart, man, they own distribution. They mm-hmm. know what they're doing. And uh, them and Amazon. I bet you it was the day before Thanksgiving, and I bet you 50 cars were in and out of there in like 20 minutes. I mean, it was like I'm pretty for, dang fast. One thing I don't like about the holidays are the crowds. Yeah. So I get that. You show up and you open your trunk. Like, and they put stuff, you don't even barely talk to a human. It's pretty crazy. So new phenomenon. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing. A thousand dollars. I'm, I'm really surprised by that, but the breakdown on that, the, the, the numbers say that gifts for family, friends, and coworkers make up roughly 65% of that budget. So wow. $650. Huh. I know we spend more than that on gifts every year. I know it. And we don't buy for brothers and sisters and stuff like that. Sure. You know, we, <laughs> We used to spend more, um, but <laughs> non-holiday gift items like food decorations, $230 on average. Other uh, non-gift purchases for friends and family. So that could be, I don't know, everything else, $118. So wow. on average, $998 really is. So is maybe the at. whole skipping Christmas, Christmas with the cranks concept. Doesn't make as big of an impact. Yeah. You're not know. going to get a very great like caribbean cruise for a thousand bucks so right well now you might <laughs> um so it's interesting because i told you that canadians spend about double okay but they're not number one in the world by the way when it comes to christmas spending so from a dollar amount dollars spent you're not going to guess this so i'm not going to tell you to guess lebanon is the country that spends what? the most on christmas followed by canada 
and then France, and then Mexico, wow. Australia, U.S. comes in at number six. Believe it or not, we don't spend the most on Christmas. Wow, that's really interesting. You want really interesting. This is super interesting. From a household income perspective, percentage of household income, Rwanda spends 59.15% of their oh, household income my. on Christmas. Now, goodness, income is much lower. An average household income of $399, the average spent on Christmas, $236. What? Um, wow. Now, they're not buying electronics and things like that. No. It's mostly food and family celebrations and things sure. like that. Right. The U.S. comes in all the way down the list on, uh, at number 15 uh, as far as percentage yeah, of Yeah, that probably income. has more to do with just how well off we are here. One and a half percent of our income. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Again, I think we're on the high side personally. Uh, yeah. I spend more. We spend more. For sure. Um, yeah. We talked about spending by age. The 45 to 54 uh, age group spends the most. Makes sense. Gift cards, the number one, you know, followed by clothing and accessories and all that kind of stuff. What's funny about gift cards is it doesn't really say in here gift cards for what? For what? <laughs> but I think it's mostly clothing and accessories, department stores and things like that. Sure. So holiday shopping methods. Most people do some kind of online shopping followed by department stores discount stores, grocery stores. So th- this is important for the next part, okay. which is we can get carried away by the consumerism of the holiday. We can get carried away by the Furbies and the Tickle Me Elmos and the Red right. Rider BB guns, the things we got to have because our kids are going to remember this and it's going to be so important to them. And you know, the budget doesn't matter at Christmas, right? Well, right. it does. Okay. We'll just pay the credit card off for the next... <laughs> Five years. During the gray months, we'll, we'll get to live with our purchases. So <laughs> this is a finance podcast. This has all been really fun so far, Jason. I think this is a fun episode. If you're listening, I hope it's fun. Uh, you know, we try to be entertaining too, but we do want to keep a finance element to this other than just the stats. Mm-hmm. Tips for keeping things under control. So first, a given, you ought to have a budget for Christmas. Correct. Okay? If you don't, that's a surefire way to blow the budget. Yeah, uh, and, and I mean, give your don't lie to yourself on this one. Make sure you actually set it to what you're going, what you're probably going to spend. The average person goes ten percent over their budget anyway because they they underestimate what they're going to spend. On That's Christmas. right. So don't lie to yourself. And you got seven kids like I do. You better make the budget reasonable per child because things are expensive. One, yeah. And you know, if you're like us, we use this time of year to actually catch up on like some of the just typical purchases sure. that they need. But shoes, right? Yeah. My shoes. kids blow through shoes yeah. the first half of the year. <laughs> For winter, it's like, you know, winter hats, coveralls, things uh-huh. like that. Cause socks and underwear. Socks and underwear, you know, things like that. So, yeah, I think that's a really good point. So, what are some ways that we can make sure we keep it reined in, keep it under control, but still have fun with Christmas? Other than the budget, Jason, you know, I got a few things listed out here. We got to start with the one that we're, we're a big proponent of here. Yep. We've done a podcast on yep. this specifically. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to the episode on sinking funds. Yeah. So Christmas is the 25th of December every year. (laughs) It's not a surprise. This isn't something that snuck up on you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what sinking funds are for. Use a sinking fund, put monthly contributions into that. If you spend a thousand dollars, you know, there's your budget. It's the Christmas club idea. Exactly. Right. Right. Which are just the thing of the past. I mean, I remember growing up with Christmas clubs and they're just, they were great, but they're gone now. It's a good idea. Yep. Yeah. Sinking funds, super important. And, you know, if you're putting away the money throughout the year, you Mm -hmm. know what you have to work with. That's the budget. Right. That's the budget. So ways to stay within the budget. I put on here, this is going to be really old fashioned. People who don't really care for Dave Ramsey are probably not going to like this. They might not like our podcast in general, if that's the case, but I think like getting the old envelope and cash out yes. is really helpful for not overspending if you're paying with cash. Yep. 
People spend more when they get the plastic out. No surprise. Yeah, so and if paying you, with cash. And if you want to, uh, you know, have a separate checking account with a separate debit card, and that's where the cash goes, do that. Same thing in my more opinion. power to you. Yep, like the same same thing in my opinion. Yep. So, but there has to be a, an end. You know, you can't just be unlimited. So. Like, like a credit card tends I, to be. I thought one of the last things we talked about where people do their Christmas shopping was interesting because something I didn't see on here is one of the ideas that I have for staying in the budget, which is making Christmas presents, yes. crafting, right? I'm, I'm not saying that you got to be super crafty, but we're all probably pretty good at doing something, right? It, you you might be good at making wine, right? Right. I'm not. Great but. present. <laughs> you might you might be a home brewer, you, you know, what, whatever your, your, uh, your thing is. I carve pipes, you know? Right. Um, stuff like that. Uh, but I think crafting and thrifting, there is nothing wrong with going out to Facebook Marketplace and finding what you're looking for. Absolutely um, not. I would offend so many people if they were offended by that because, I mean, I'm not ashamed. Or Goodwill or, a thr- you know, there's right. nothing wrong with and it. And you can get more mm-hmm. for them. If you're like into the number, then yeah, go for it. But I look at it this way. My big purchases are normally used anyway. Right. Um, I buy guitar. I, I love guitars. Right. I almost never cars, buy a new guitar. Things like that. Yeah. So why would it, you know, why is it necessarily a bad thing to give your kids something that's used? It's, that's an opportunity to give them something of more value and, and spend less money. Right. And actually might have like an heirloom quality yeah. kind of feel to it, which I think is good. And I think this plays into the fun of the holidays, Jason, which is em- embrace the budget, have fun with the budget. This is a really good way to be creative on how you can be generous and yep. giving put more thought into the gifts that you give out for Christmas this year. So yeah. embrace the fun, embrace the budget, have, have fun being cr- uh, creative with ways of staying inside that sure. budget and being as generous as you can with what you have to work with. Right. And don't apologize for not going above your means. Right. Right. I think that we have a lot of the keeping up with the Jones mentality. Well, so-and-so spent this much on a gift for me. I feel like I have to do that. No, you don't set your budget. Why don't you spend some time with them? That's yeah. probably what they really want anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. We're way over. Uh, so this was good. This was fun. We could go on and on and on with this, but we do need to close out the tab. So thanks for having a drink with us this week, folks. It is time to close out the tab. If you have a question or a topic you want addressed on the Old Fashioned Finance Podcast, be sure to email us at podcast at bluejfg.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to share the show with someone you love or just someone who needs a little money muddling themselves. You can stay up to date with the latest action by following us on Facebook. Old Fashioned Finance is brought to you by Blue Jay Financial Group. That's bluejfg.com and produced by Pottery Studios. We've been your hosts, Ralphie and <laughs> Randy. Randy. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Blue Jay Financial Group, LLC. Blue Jay is a registered investment advisor registered with the state of Ohio. Registration does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The presence of this advertisement on this podcast shall not be directly or indirectly interpreted as a solicitation of investment advisory services to persons of another jurisdiction unless otherwise permitted by statute. Follow-up or individualized responses to a consumer in a particular state by Blue Jay and the rendering of personalized investment advice for compensation shall not be made without first complying with jurisdiction requirements or pursuant an applicable state exemption. All verbal and written consent on this presentation is for information purposes only. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Blue Jay unless other otherwise specifically cited. Material presented is believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations are made by our firm as to other parties' informational accuracy or completeness. All information or ideas provided should be discussed in detail with an advisor, accountant, or legal counsel prior to implementation.